Salutations, beautiful humans. This is Angel Shamsa here. I am an intuitive, holistic health coach. I am here to help people go after their dream life and essentially anything that they have a problem with, I'm here to help you fix. Um, today, I want to speak with you guys about trauma and how it lives in our body. Um, a lot of the time, trauma starts when we're children. Um, the first seven years are the most crucial to our development, to our ability to solve problems, to mitigate our emotions, to know that we are being properly cared for. Um, if those things aren't being met in the first seven years, then there's kind of a slew of problems that tend to pop up later on in life. I will preface all of this information with the fact that whatever I'm saying today is never a full-on excuse to just give up. It's never a full-on excuse to just accept um, whatever the consequences may be of keeping trauma within our body. It's always our duty to be the best version of ourselves and go after the divine part of ourselves that wants that healing, that wants to let go of the darkness, that wants to let go of the dark parts of ourselves so we, so that we can make room for the newer part of ourselves, for the higher frequency that we are meant to be as human beings. So, starting there, um, throughout my studies, I have come across uh, this idea that there is something called the ACE studies, and it's called the Adverse Childhood Experience Studies. Essentially, it was um, a bunch of research done on children who then grew into adults, um, and basically, after observing the spectrum on which they were having... Um, either abuse, neglect, or household dysfunction. They kind of put it into those three categories. Um, and they kind of had a scale created, I guess would say, because now it's a test that you can take and you are given a certain score. And based on that score, it kind of tells you a percentage on how um, likely essentially a, a group of people with that adverse childhood experience will now have a slew of different physical ailments like depression, addiction, anxiety, um, maybe autoimmune diseases, uh, diabetes, things like that. So yeah, so basically we're all kind of put on the spectrum to see, okay, well, if I know that this person specifically went through a lot of abuse, neglect, and household dysfunction, and you look at their health in, into adulthood, not only their mental health, but their physical health as well, um, there's usually an increase in the severity of kind of like, I don't want to say unhealthiness, but essentially unhealthy. I mean, it all brings us to this place of dysbiosis of imbalance within our body that causes us to create disease essentially so with that being said um there's a, been a lot of talk lately about like shadow work right and essentially shadow work is a way of dispelling whatever um negative patterns behaviors frequencies energies uh, be i guess i already said behaviors um, anything that does not lo longer serve you in your life and where you want to go. And it's essentially holding you back right now. 
Um, I think I've mentioned in a previous episode, can't remember which one, but I talked about how sometimes when we're going along, going along, and we keep on trying to uh, complete a goal, but then that goal never, we can never quite get there, and there's always an obstacle, always an obstacle, and at that point, it's like, okay, well, is this even for me, right? That's the question we have to be asking ourselves. So with the shadow work, it's kind of picking apart who we are at the essence of who we are, the good, the bad, the ugly, and saying, okay, this may be the need for control. I don't have to control other people and and the environment around me. I can use that need for control or want for control or just maybe the natural ability to keep things under control. And I can apply that to myself, to my inner world, to my ability to control my emotions, my ability to control uh, my motivation, my ability to control um, my success, my reality, maybe. So, you know, just finding ways, you know, maybe using your OCD, obsessive compulsive behavior instead of again using it to obsess and and compulse about the world around you use it to obsess and compulse about your betterment of who you are um use it to heal the ways that obsessive compulsive behavior is taking away from your life but then use that strength that you've now created that muscle you've now built to you know put it towards something um, like I said, towards your goals, towards creating the reality that you want to, instead of continuously self-sabotaging yourself with what could potentially be a strength, but now has become a weakness. Uh, and we turn any weakness into a strength and we have to start believing in ourselves to basically transform and alchemize the energy around us and use it to the best of our abilities and to our resources okay so with shadow work like i said you kind of are coming up against obsessive compulsive behaviors addictions self-sabotage neuroticism maybe limiting beliefs social anxiety regular anxiety anger rage depression um there are so many things that are looming underneath the surface that we tend to push away, push away, push away because we we tell ourselves we don't really have time for it, essentially, right? We, we are in an age of keeping ourselves busy and distracted. And at this point, that's not what we technically need. We're not going to make major process unless we're seeking out new opportunities, creating uncomfortable spaces so that we can find new opportunities more new opportunities because at the end of the day no change happens without being uncomfortable right and all at the end of the day our success is based on new opportunities based on keeping doors open for ourselves and for everyone else at the end of the day we are only we tend to um like I said, get distracted as to why we are doing the things that we are doing. But ultimately, there's always someone we're doing it for, um, whether we want to be um, upfront about it or not. Um, you know, as human beings, we were designed to love, give love, be loved, share love, understand love on a really deep, deep level. So with that being said, we have to make sure that we are using that power, that superpower of unconditional love or just love in general, and just making sure that first of all, we're giving it to the right people so that we 
are not feeling too drained or taken advantage of or resentful that we aren't getting the same type of love back. Um, you know, be very cautious with who you're giving your energy to in general, right? That's the ultimate lesson is that we only have so much energy to give. So be very particular about it. And that's okay. If we were meant to be friends with 8 billion people on this earth, we, I don't, we would probably go crazy. Like we love people. We, we don't love people that much. Like we need our alone time. We need time to work on our own stuff, to relax, to, you know, just introspect. And a lot of the time, like between family and friends, it's already really hard to judge or juggle. So it's, it's just a matter of time until we are able to fully master a balancing act. Um, so moving on. Oh, I wanted to talk about the chakras and the energy center since we were talking about childhood adverse experiences and shadow work, these these traits within ourselves that are living deep within ourselves that need to essentially bring be brought from the unconscious to the conscious so that we can fully heal and take what we need and let go of the rest Um, if we don't do the shadow work is what ends up happening is say that these um things like limiting beliefs self-sabotage obsessive compulsive disorder depression anxiety they essentially are attaching themselves to energetic centers within our body and i've talked about chakras here and there um and so that this is basically the it all comes down to our chakra energies energy energetic centers right it's like um when it comes to self-sabotage that is heavily connected to our sacral chakra or sorry not sacral our solar plexus chakra which is our identity our ego the who we are at the core of ourselves our limiting beliefs also tend to attach themselves to our solar plexus chakra um maybe some depression anxiety is actually rooted in the root chakra because we've had to survive for so long you know it's little things like that that we tend to kind of ignore and we think are other are caused by other reasons but it's really from stemming from a trauma that's happened a long long time ago and now is living inside of your body and will will absolutely manifest into a physical ailment if not properly shadow worked or just worked on in general in general just brought to the surface in general therapy um there's a lot of just alternative ways these days that you can do release work so um and maybe that's something i'll explore in a different episode as well but i just wanted to kind of briefly go over the physical ailments that are attached to each chakra um just so that you guys get an idea um that Whatever you guys are experiencing physically is not too far from the spiritual after all. <clears throat> so with the root chakra, you get things like chronic lower back pain, sciatica, varicose veins, rectal tumors, cancers, hemorrhoids, constipation, degenerative arthritis, knee problems, depression, immune-related disorders, weight problems. With the sacral chakra you get chronic lower back pain sciatica gynecological 
problems, pelvic pain, impotence, frigidity, uterine bladder, kidney problems. With the solar plexus, you get arthritis, gastric or duodenal ulcers, colon, intestinal problems, pancreatitis, diabetes, chronic or acute indigestion, anorexia or bulimia, liver or adrenal dysfunction, fatigue, hepatitis, diabetes. The heart chakra can be congestive heart failure, heart attack, heart, heart disease, asthma, allergies, lung cancer, bronchial pneumonia, lung disease, breast cancer, high blood pressure. The throat chakra can be a raspy or sore throat, mouth ulcers, gum difficulties, TMJ, stiff neck, scoliosis, swollen glands, and thyroid problems. Your third eye could be directed to brain tumors, hemorrhages, strokes, neurological disturbances, blindness, deafness, full, full spinal difficulties, learning disabilities, seizures, headaches, and blurred vision. The crown chakra can be energetic disorders, depression, chronic exhaustion that is not linked to physical disorder, extreme sensitivity to light sound, other environmental factors, confusion, apathy, and alienation. So that's just going through the basic seven chakras that we have along our energetic chi life force that's flowing through our body. And a lot of the time, like I said, we go to the doctor, we take tests, and we are given not that many answers. And a lot of the time, things like this, things like talking about chakras and energetic centers aren't discussed, aren't even thought of. And what I would like to start making kind of more normal part of the conversation is that these things matter, these things exist. And when there is no test that can tell you um, why you are having an ailment that you're having instead of just shrugging it off and just kind of having no other option but to wait it out to see if anything progresses, you know, maybe explore something new. Explore maybe what the ailment is and what chakra it could be linked to. Explore the shadow work. Explore maybe the traumas. Is there many times within your childhood you felt like you couldn't speak your truth so that's why you're having throat issues is there many times within your childhood that you felt like you were just surviving and not living that could be linked to your root chakra is there many times where you felt like your identity was pushed down that could be linked to your soul, solar plexus. Is there any time that you feel like your sexuality was pushed down your creativity was pushed down could be linked to your sacral chakra. There's so many different things that we don't see as um, relevant, but it is so relevant. We are spiritual beings, whether we want to admit it or not. And that doesn't have to mean religious beings. That, those are two very different things. But we are spiritual beings. We are highly connected to the divine. The divine is heavily connected to us, whether we see it, feel it, smell it at all we are all heavily connect connected we are like paper a, sh a sheet of paper thin 
close to the other side of the realms so we have to remember that we are divine beings and um, when we don't deal with our emotional self our physical self suffers so if anyone else wants any more content surrounding this con uh this subject um like i said i don't know kind of what to create unless someone tells me to so go ahead and leave me a comment at angel universal on instagram i have also my facebook i think it's um my little link is like at angel shazamsa s-h-a-z-a-m-s-a if not you could just look it up at angel shamsa s-h-a-m-s-a m as in mary um so yeah have a wonderful day guys I hope you are kicking ass, loving life, being who you're meant to be, um, because we all deserve it. Have a wonderful day. Bye.